<laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Fat to Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Shapiro. My buddy, Jay Scott, all the way down in Charleston, host of the Five for the Road Music Podcast. Jay, how are you doing today? I am. You know, I, I you always have to start these shows by saying that you're doing fantastic and you're so excited to be here. But I have had a hellacious month, a hellacious year. I've been busy as all get out. So while I'm glad to be spending time with you, I can't say I'm overjoyed to be here. But I'm here because one thing we're going to talk about on this podcast, maybe not today, but down the road, is how discipline always has to overcome motivation if you want to be successful. And today I am running on the very fumes of discipline, my friend. That probably explains all those boxes behind you. <laughs> uh, yes, for those of you with the uh, ability to watch our video today, you can see that though I am not sponsored by Lowe's, um, the Lowe's brand is very present in my house as I pack up uh, for the move this coming uh, three weeks from now. So yes, very busy time for me right now. I can I can say with uh, with experience that those Lowe's boxes can hold their weight in books. So anyway, yes, the, <laughs> these boxes which were uh, which were procured from your back porch. <laughs> Yes, they were. Glad they held up. <laughs> Charleston to Greenville and back to Charleston. So anyways, um, this is my return to podcasting after 10 years since we last finished live from Sunset Flip. A great show, which is available in very sparse uh, elements on YouTube. Um, you, however, have been busy with your uh, podcast. Do you want to give yourself a quick plug? Um, well, well. Well, that's what I do best. Um, so on a regular basis, you can find me uh, at 5 for the Road, uh, available at 5fortheroad.com. That's the number 5fortheroad.com, a music podcast, which I host every week with um, my brother and a rotating panel of two of our uh, longtime friends. And um, outside of that, I have popped up on The Willis Show, which you can find at uh, YouTube. Just search for The Willis Show with our good friend Jason Willis. And um, I've got a couple other projects on the horizon. So when Jared said, hey, I want to do this fitness theme podcast. Do you want to come on? I'm like, sure, why not? I have no time. Let's just add one more thing to the list. Well, it's something that we both speak passionately about. Um, myself getting into DDP yoga a couple years ago and doing martial arts before that. You like picking up heavy things and putting them back down. Uh, so, yeah, I figured... Uh, there's so many podcasts out there these days about wrestling, which is what we used to talk about. Why get back into that? Well, we can talk about something that can actually make a difference in people's lives, which is fitness. Um, and we both are uh, on the rounder end of the spectrum, um, despite all of our activity out there. Uh, and there's various reasons, which we'll get into in this show. Uh, but yeah, that's why I wanted to come back. I want to Put something out that is positive on the Absolutely. So. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. In, in the realm of fitness, There, I think one thing, um, one thing that steers a lot of people into an unhealthy path is that I think we're so used to, and I hate to use the term influencer, but, you know, they're ubiquitous now. We're so used to influencers being the face of social media. I think a lot of people don't realize that, that those influencers are just, they're paid models, you know, and, and there are a lot of, there, to be fair, there are a lot of good ones out there who've just become successful and, and risen to that level. But, you know, by and large, most of the people you see in, in the fitness 
influencer world, they're not necessarily people that worked hard to get what they have and you know, develop their body and maintain their brand. You know, their strengths lie in their, their marketing skills, you know, and that's why, you know, obviously, you know, Jared, you and I won't be modeling any swimwear anytime soon, well, you know, but we'll, <laughs> well, maybe, fat people maybe for too. the kind of, <laughs> maybe for the kind of sites you have to pay to pay for monthly access. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we, we wanted to offer a genuine voice from people who have taken their health by the reins and steered it from bad to good and continue to do better. And we're both continuing um, to improve in our fitness journey. We want to just give kind of a lay perspective on that where we're not trying to say, hey, you should follow this. You should buy my plan. You should buy the yoga mat that I advertise necessarily. We're saying, that, hey, here's what we did, and you know, we want to offer some different perspectives. So one thing that we're going to do on this show, aside from getting on here and going back and forth with each other, is have a variety of guests bringing in different points of view to, to kind of show you guys you know, some real-world approaches to fitness and, and really illustrate how there's not one way to do things. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's metabolism is different. Everyone's skeleton, their, their musculature, everything is unique about you, and the trick of being of getting fit and also of just being a complete person is you're unlocking your own potential. And I think that's something that we don't really do a good job of teaching people in society because we tell them they have to be thin and that's all that matters. And being thin is, is, is more of a symptom of being healthy than the goal, I think. And you're not always healthy if you're thin. There's, you know, all kinds of stuff, which we'll get into later. Um, and a big thing for me too is making fitness affordable and easy because when you see these people with all this fancy equipment and you're like man i got 10 bucks in my bank account this week can't get that nice little stair climber i think using things like uh like twitch which we'll be using uh for future episodes youtube um and other podcast platforms to get information out there without having to drop 20 dollars on a book or a hundred dollars on a plan i think that's a very uh well, a useful tool uh, sure. for the internet. Um, so yeah. Anything you want to add to uh, to our mission before we uh, get into our journeys? Uh, no, let's get started. All right. Well, um, since this is my brilliant idea, I'll start. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so through the years, um, I've been involved with martial arts. I've done karate, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Jeet Kune Do, Muay Thai, all kinds of fun stuff that involves punching things and choking people. Um, yeah, I can still whip your ass. Mm, on a moment's notice, no training. <laughs> Anyways, um, before we have any injuries happen, uh, there are certain aspects of fitness I never really got into. Uh, the health side, <laughs> especially when I was in New York. I was like, hey, I'm passing a very delicious smelling street vendor. Let me grab that thing with extra white sauce, you know. Um, also being a bachelor, fast food, come home from work and retail, swing by Taco Bell, bam, I have dinner when I get home, pet the dog, get to work with the, uh, the eating, um, snacking, all kinds of stuff. So I never really paid attention to that part. And then, uh, one day, uh, what was it? 2018? Yeah. Late 2018. I go to the doctor. They say, Hey, your blood pressure is high. I'm like, wow. I've been so healthy all this time. How's my blood pressure high? As I laugh and my belly shakes at almost 315 pounds. So 
they put me on blood pressure meds. It was terrible. I kept falling asleep at my job, almost fell asleep driving. I'm like, I've got to get off this. What's the trick? And I started looking into fitness. Uh, DDP, you know, the wrestler. Uh, he has his DDP yoga program, which I tried before while I was doing martial arts. And decided to, uh, to get more involved in that. Follow some of the, the dietary guidelines, which they're really easy when you look at eat natural crap. <laughs> um, instead of all the processed stuff. And I mean, just through that program alone over the last two years, I've lost almost 75 pounds now. It's awesome. Uh, more flexible than I've ever been. Can't wait to get back into jujitsu and see how that works for me. <laughs> um, and I showed you earlier today, my resting heart rate's now into the, the mid fifties when before it was you know, like seventies and eighties. You know, Jared, <laughs> you have, have glanced over, a couple of very prominent low points in your life that I would love to illustrate for our audience. Like, um, so, you know, Jared and I go, go way back decades at this point, And I remember all and everything you said, I've kind of been there with you either in, in, in spirit or in body, but when you would get your orders from Taco Bell, I don't know if you actually ever chewed any of that food. Because it's like, it, out comes a chalupa and down goes a chalupa. That's it. <laughs> and the little tacos, the tacos don't even, they don't even get bitten. They just get a whole, it's one-throated all the way down. You know, and, I, I put that on 14 years of retail with only 30-minute lunch breaks. You kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you just learn to inhale stuff. I still get yelled at for it. But, but I, I remember. Inhales, you know, better. <laughs> I remember when, when you did, when you went through your blood pressure situation, because that's when you had that job where you had that long commute. And I, I remember you were like, I don't understand like how it got like this. And I remember wanting to just shake you and just throttle you and say, it's because you're fat, Jared. And you have a horror, you eat like a five-year-old with a bank account. Like, but you know, I, you and I are, are similar in age. And I think that we both, and, and probably many of our listeners fell victim to the fact that we just didn't learn about nutrition as a kid. You know, like you, maybe you had something in health class, maybe you had something in science class, but no one ever sat down and said, Hey, here's what ranch dressing is made of and why it has so many calories versus, you know, vinaigrette or something like that. You know, like you're not really encouraged to make healthy choices. You're encouraged really just to consume. Well, down here in the South in school, pizza is a vegetable. Keep that in mind. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Um, and you say that uh, with my experience, me being like, what? My, my diet? Really? It's that big of a deal? But I've noticed as I've tried to get healthier and, and make wiser eating decisions, there's a lot of people that don't realize yes. what's in that stuff. And that's why one of the things we're going to go over, not today, but it's going to be a whole episode at some point, nutrition labels and how to read those. And, Yes. What is that crap? <laughs> you know, I, I've been I've been fortunate. Um, I shouldn't say fortunate, but you know, I've had experience with um, both of my last two exes. They both came into the relationship not really knowing a lot about training and nutrition. Like it was it was foreign to them because, like again, like us, they grew up. It was never really a thing. And over the course of these relationships, you know, with me doing the things that I've done, you know, athletically and competitions. They're like, well, I have to learn to cook better and I have to learn what the labels mean. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy that even though the relationships didn't work out, 
both of them got to be a lot healthier because of the conversations that we had and really taking the time to say, okay, well, let's look at the label and read what's in there. And it's like, when you, when you, when you pull a, a nutrition label out of a processed food and you show it to somebody and they're reading, they're like, oh my God, like what, there's so much crap in here. And it's like, well, yeah, cause a food, the ingredients of food are just like the ingredients where you'd make like a car or a house or anything else. You know, you have to get a presentation. You have to have color. You have to have texture. You have to have shelf stability. And all of those things have a caloric price. And that's how you wind up with, you know, unfortunately with industry, like na nationwide accepted uh, standards of, well, this amount of chocolate, regardless of what brand or flavor or ingredients is going to be about 200 calories. And because that's accepted, you know, these companies have no incentive to make less caloric food. You know, their goal is just to market more food to you. So, you know, I think that that's that taking the time to read the nutrition labels is probably the best first step for anyone who's looking to improve themselves. And that's that's a hill I'll die on all day long. Absolutely. And that's why we're going to cover that in detail. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about your journey to uh, from fat to uh, getting fit? I'm going to take a swig oh, of man. delicious water. The thing you should be doing right now. Everybody who's not. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. Um, so I had a very interesting life. Um, and Jared, you've been around for most of it. So I think you can attest to that. Um, I started, so when I was a, a lad, um, probably around 12 or 13 is when the UFC first came out. Um, and my dad was an amateur boxer. So... When UFC came out, I was already a big pro wrestling fan. And when I kind of learned that UFC was like real fighting, I was like, that's what I want to do. And my dad taught me how to box. And that's kind of what got me into the idea of if you want to have a better shape, you have to work for it. And as a, a young teenager, I learned to box. And my dad taught me the importance of doing cardio. Also, the importance of lifting weights because you have to have, you have to, you know, even if you're not doing a weightlifting competition, lifting weights builds your strength and it builds your conditioning. And those are things that translate to anything you do for sport. But that's really what got the ball rolling for me. And then when I was 17, I went off to become a pro wrestler. And I was a pro wrestler for about 15 years, um, which that could be a whole podcast to itself of what it's like oh, I think it training to wrestle. <laughs> so, um, you know, I. I'm not trying to glance over it, but it's just, you know, that's that's a whole thing. But in between pro wrestling, I also did some amateur boxing myself, which I love, but I'm just not built for it. Um, I did study Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a while. Absolutely love that. Um, and then later um, in life, right as I had got out of professional wrestling um, due to some injury situations, I started training to do strongman. And... I, I only did two strongman contests before injuries kind of deterred me from doing that. But the amount of the amount of energy and the amount of effort, and aside from that, the amount of time studying strength training academically that went into me competing, you know, in strongman for about two years was more difficult than anything else I had ever done. And I don't think. Training to be a pro wrestler, I would say, is probably the hardest thing a person can do unless they train to be a strong man. Because training to be a strong man has absolutely wrecked <laughs> my body. And, and, not, and not in a bad way, but it's one of those things where 
like like a lot of athletics, you learn that the guys in the upper crust of that industry are either genetic freaks or they are drugged out of their mind. Um, and that's just a way of athletics, you know, on a professional level. Guys, guys are using all kinds of pharmaceuticals and steroids, and it just and I don't have a problem with that, but that's not the path that I wanted to go in life. So when you, when you don't have those in your system to help you recover and to help your joints keep up with the load, then you wind up with injuries. Um, and that's a, a, a very simplified way of looking at it. Obviously, it's a more complicated issue than that. But, you know, aside from the strong man, I also dabbled in a little sumo wrestling, which I also I love. Um, and that leads me to where I am now, which is trying to kind of shed all the weight that I gained over the years doing all that strength training. Um, 2020 doesn't really count. So I'm <laughs> from, happen. I think I didn't happen. Yeah. In 20, um, in 2018, I think my heaviest weight, maybe 2017, one probably, probably somewhere in the middle there. My heaviest weight, I was at about 390 and I was at 390 walking around and that's at 390 doing an hour on the elliptical three, four times a week. And now I'm down to 335. Um, and while my body doesn't look a lot different, I feel a million times better. And more importantly than how I feel, because how you feel is almost irrelevant, my vitals are better than they've ever been. My blood sugar's down, my cholesterol's down, my resting heart rate is down. So all of those markers of good health for me are better than they were. I mean, because no one is healthy close to 400 pounds. It's just impossible. No matter what you're able to do athletically, you're, you, that's too much weight. Um, so, you know, for me, I've still got at least another 70, 80 pounds I want to lose before it's all over. But I'm just happy that I'm in a place now where um, I'm able to train without killing myself. I'm consistently losing weight and my vitals are good. Excellent. Also, for anyone that's uh, looking at our beautiful faces, if you notice that, uh, Jay's lips aren't matching. Uh, I think it's Discord doing some weird stuff. <laughs> we're, we're doing this on a budget, folks. Yes, we're doing this on the Shapiro budget. But budget of all zeros. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, so, Jared, I think you kind of underplayed your, uh, your time with DDP Yoga. I know we're trying to be a little bit brief with our introductions there, but... I mean, you, you were doing martial arts and stuff, and especially when you were in New York for that time, you got really into it and you were competing and stuff, which is great. But, you know, you never, I'm not going to say you didn't get in better shape because obviously you had to, to be able to, yeah. to be successful in martial arts and, 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 and do well. But, you know, you, you really took to DDP yoga like it, it fished the water. Like you jumped right in and you liked it. It was good for you, and you, you, you bought into the whole thing, and it turned your life around. I mean, you lost a ton of weight doing DDP yoga, and you know I, I don't think that that should be you know understated because a lot of people see DDP, and, and they think, I mean, DDP is a, is a world-class salesman. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> you know, but I think sometimes his, his um, brazen manner in which he, he tries to sell it really underplays like how good of a program it is. Now I have done DDP yoga and I still do it on a very part-time basis. I don't have the attention span to do it. And I know that about me, which is why I can only do it when you're doing it. And I got to do it with you. Like, you know, I know that's my, my limitation, but I think a lot of times people just get turned off because they see how crazy an animated page is and not realize that, man, he's selling a killer product. I think, uh, and of course we'll get into this deeper in another episode. Um, I am a level one certified DDP yoga instructor at this point. So, you know, putting myself over. Um, 
when I first tried DDP Yoga, I bought the book in 2013. And this was, uh, I was still on a break from martial arts. I did martial arts for years through high school. Then I quit because of college and retail. I didn't really have a, uh, a steady schedule. So I couldn't you know, keep up with it. Um, I didn't really get back into it until I got into uh, corporate IT when I was up in New York. Uh, but before that, um, I started going through the book and it started putting some nutrition stuff in my mind. Uh, it started putting some concepts like how important breathing properly is. Because, I mean, you just do it. The dogs say hello if you can hear them. Uh, but it's something you don't want really to think about. It's an automatic process. You breathe. But if you breathe with intent, you can slow things down in your body. You can take control, even like especially stressful situations. You can take control. You can keep your heart rate down. Um, very important. So things like that started to get pushed into my brain. Uh, but also being a... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Lazy bachelor. Um, <laughs> again, the, the health and nutrition stuff, it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, and then even in martial arts, I was around, I think, just over 300 pounds when I was first moved to New York. Um, and I was still on my feet working at Apple, uh, going back and forth all the time, especially in that Fifth Avenue store. Um, so that kept me moving, but not healthy. Um, moving with intent, so to speak. Um, so doing martial arts, uh, when I got out of retail, I got down to about 265 at one point. But again, terrible diet. I eventually shot back up to like 280s, even while I was doing martial arts. Uh, great for pinning somebody down in jujitsu, unless they know what they're doing and then they just use your weight against yourself. And <clears throat> I got thrown a few times, uh, to my surprise. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, really focusing on the DDP yoga, the thing that brought me to it, uh, Paige is definitely a character. And <laughs> that's part of the yes. gimmick. Yeah, that's part of the gimmick getting into it. Um, and folks, he's just like that in real life, too. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> he's not playing a character when he's yelling and screaming. <laughs> that's just the way he operates. You know, he's always, he's got a, a zest for life that's enviable. That, that's definitely him. And I had had the DVDs in the past, but small apartment in New York, it's kind of hard to break out the yoga mat. Um, when my blood pressure was up and then I had really bad carpal tunnel at one point too, I couldn't do weightlifting, which is what we were doing at the gym. I remember um, that. I remember that not you mentioned it. You did have trouble grabbing on stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I got to figure out something. And I looked back at the DDP yoga stuff, uh, positively unstoppable, I think came out around that time. Uh, great book. If you haven't read it, uh, definitely recommend the book or audio. I, I would as well. And and the good thing about that book, not not to interrupt you, but um, I got that book uh, along with the DDP challenge that year, which I did, and which got me started with DDP yoga. But the I would say that you know if Paige was here and he said, hey, if you asked me, what'd you take away from that book? Nothing about health, everything about goal setting. Oh yeah, um, because the yeah the the book is about setting goals, and he translates that into DDP yoga. But a lot of the book is about how to. Make incremental goal, smart goals in your life. And if you're not familiar with the concept of smart goals, um, I would encourage you guys to, to, to check that book out because he goes into great depth making that make sense from a, you're going to hear me say a lot from a lay perspective, but he's not coming at it from the perspective of, oh, I'm a certified life coach or a certified trainer or anything like that. It's like, hey, I'm a guy 
who had success and here's how I got it. So, yeah. you know, just, just as a quick aside, I'd totally recommend that book for, for anyone listening. Yeah. It's, it's half biography, half uh, primer on deep yoga and concepts like you're talking about with the uh, smart goals. Uh, and that actually, that helped me out a lot too. I laid out what I wanted to do uh, with losing weight and well, I did it. <laughs> um, I had a big weight loss that kind of went the opposite one time. Um, you know, back in, I'm, I'm really bad with the years. So one thing folks you'll learn about me is from about 2003 to like 2009, maybe 2010, um, there are huge periods of blackout in my memory where <laughs> I don't remember anything from all my years of partying a little bit too hard and getting beaten in the head every night. Or do I have to refresh you on that every time? <laughs> um, I've been to Vegas um, more times than I can count, and I don't remember a single time. All right. <laughs> so, but well, I, I um, mind you playing uh, roulette with a Million Dollar Man one day. <laughs> I was going through um, uh, when I was was trying to lose weight for the sake of losing weight and I was doing well and part of that was I was doing tons of cardio which I mean you have to do cardio there's no way around it um, and I was also at the time training at a wrestling school in Columbia the Keller Wrestling Academy um, hashtag Keller guys um, you know Bob was my my mentor and in, in life and in wrestling and I was a, a trainer for him and we were training kids up there so I was in the ring you know at least you know, at least once or twice a week for an hour, if not two or three hours, you know, with the different students. And my conditioning was like out of this world. I was burning tons of calories doing that. The, 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 where it went south is, you know, I was basically just not eating. Um, I wasn't giving myself proper nutrition and I was drinking like seven days a week. You know, so a typical day for me would be I'll wake up, go do 90 minutes on the elliptical work for eight or nine hours, go back to the gym, lift weights, consume maybe 15, 1600 calories and, you know, take some Benadryl to go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again. And then on the third day, I drive, you know, two hours up to his school, train for three or four hours and come home and, and do it all over again. I was killing, I was literally killing myself. Um, I, when you, last year, Jerry, you unearthed a bunch of photos and video from that time. And I, I looked like I was emaciated because I was. You know, there's a, a picture of me and Dan Severn, um, UFC Hall of Famer, former world champion Dan Severn. I did a seminar of his, and I look like a like an alien standing next to him because I'm pale. I'm I'm like I'm jaundiced almost, and I'm drawn up because I just I've, I'm probably dehydrated. I'm malnourished, and I'm killing myself. But I lost about a hundred pounds, and you know, I thought that that was healthy for me. Then, you know, I realized that, you know, I was killing myself in the process. You know, all my vitals were out of whack. My, that's when I discovered I had an underlying heart issue, which I didn't know about, which I'm sure I made worse by the way I was living. You know, so you'll, you'll hear me say a lot that fitness is the goal, but, but, but being thin and even losing weight to some degree, losing weight is a tool. You know, weight loss is a tool. Exercise is a tool it's to get you healthier. But if you come at it from the perspective of I need to lose weight by any means, you know, unless you're in an extreme situation like you're in my 600 pound life or something like that, you know, that that can be even more dangerous because if you're malnourished and you're forcing yourself to work, you're tearing your body up, you're and you're tearing your system up, which you should not do. Um, you know, so I think that, yeah, and again, we're not here just to talk about Paige all day, but you know, part of my uh, approach to this the second life transformation that I'm doing 
take a lot of inspiration from from Paige with setting goals and setting incremental goals instead of just saying, well, I've got to get down to 250 pounds. Because before you can get to 250, you got to get to 251 and 252 and 253. So what's your plan for every step along the way? And that focus has really helped me go about losing weight in a very healthy way at this time. Exactly. Yeah. And again, just losing weight isn't always the, uh, the key. Um, sometimes you're going to be a little bit heavier, but you can still be healthier. And yeah. uh, hopefully we can, uh, through this podcast, we can reach people before they get to that point where they are on my 600 pound life and have to lose weight drastically. Cause that's so Jared, with, with your, um, uh, blood pressure. So are you off all of your blood pressure stuff now, or do you still have to take it? Yeah. I, um, it may not have been the most advisable way to do it, but I just stopped taking the medicine after about three months. Cause I thought I might die on the way to work. And I figured what's the point of that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, after a couple crazy weeks, um, I've been doing DDP yoga and through that and through eating properly, I was able to get my blood pressure down. Like it's not, it's not even elevated at this point. It's a normal level. Um, the last couple of times I've gone in for physicals, I'm like, Oh hey, yeah, everything's good here. What happened? I'm like, yeah, well diet and exercise. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Like I've never had problems with my blood pressure, even when I was heavier. And I think, I think for my body, at least, I think the reason for that is my, my diet's never really been terrible. For one, you know, I don't I don't drink drench pizza and ranch, and you know, eat Little Caesars pizza like it's a tortilla, like I've seen you do in the past. Um, <laughs> but also, I've always done a lot of cardio, um, and I think that the the benefits of cardio. I think it's easy for people to say cardio burns calories, which it does. You know, it's effective that way. But also, just the act of of moving, right? Especially in this this weird COVID era we're in now, where so many people are stuck at home, you know, people are you can't forget to move. Just the movement, you know, it, it helps your body get those toxins out, and, and obviously it's going to increase your cardiovascular performance and your ability to burn fat, and it's going to improve your metabolism. There's so a million benefits to doing cardiovascular exercise, um, but you know, not the least of which is it positively affects your blood pressure. You know, so. Even if you have, you know, ambulatory issues, you know, if you do, don't necessarily do DDP yoga, if you do yoga of some sort or Tai Chi or anything like that, um, you know, it's going to help, you know. And I think that one thing that, that I, I want to communicate to people, you know, as we move forward with the podcast is, you know, just because I, you know, um, my body is built to lift weights. That's what I do. And I'm good at it, right? Um, that doesn't mean you have to do that. You know, maybe you don't like to lift weights. Maybe you don't enjoy going to the gym even. Maybe you just want to get on your back porch and do some some yoga or go do some goat yoga on the weekends. Like Whatever it takes for you to be active and healthy, like you need to find that, that piece of you that's missing in order to unlock the better version of you that's inside. Sounds super super cringy, uplifting, <laughs> but that's how I that's how I truly feel. I think that so many people, you're crying. I have you in tears now. Like I I, I hate to sound cliche, but you know that's the trick. Like the, I think the whole of human existence is finding how the keys to unlock our genetic potential. And for some people, you know, if we're talking about the the physical manifestation of their best self. And really what we're talking about is what, what activity patterns, what movements, what food, you know, what nutrients unlock that best you. And sometimes you have to explore until you find it, you know, and I found mine with strongman and powerlifting and you found yours with DDP yoga. 
know, and if you tried my way, it wouldn't work for you. And if I tried your way, it wouldn't work for me either. So that's why, you know, there has to be room, you know, for, for so much so people can find what they need. Yeah, I agree. I think finding your workout of choice is really important, especially right now when a lot of people are still stuck at home. Um, I mean, I just went back to the gym this week now that I've had the second shot and somehow survived that. <laughs> but yeah. You surprised me the other day saying that you, you were in the gym lifting weights. And I was like, whoa, whoa, yoga boy. Because, <laughs> folks, all I've had to hear from him, oh, anytime I've ever picked up the phone and texted him, man, my back's hurting today. Response I'll get, your back wouldn't be hurting if you did DDP yoga instead of lifting all those weights. <laughs> and that's all I've been hearing for the last couple of years. But now you're back in the gym lifting weights. So what gives? Well, I, I even topped out my lat pull down apparently to a, a new level. Uh, that I wasn't at before when I was lifting with you down in Charleston. But I think we should get into that next time because that's enough okay. about ourselves um, or a future time. Uh, so for people that want to get in touch with us, obviously, if you want to ask us things, that's what social media is there for. How can they find you, Jay? Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at jscotttalks. Um don't look for me on Facebook. You won't find me. Uh, my Facebook is very personal. That's just for friends and family, but feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, or you can uh, find me at fireforthered.com. That's the number five for the road.com um, where you can check out my other podcast, or you can reach out to me there. If you have any questions or anything you'd like to contribute, um, you know, I can only say for me, like with this podcast. So Jared asked me to be on this podcast, just to give you guys a little background of what, what I'm doing here. And I said, look, dude, I'm not interested in doing another podcast. Like, I don't need another job. I've got plenty. And he was like, you can just come on and talk. You can just talk about fitness, talk about working out. And, and I'm like, okay, as long as all I got to do is talk, then I'm fine. And one thing I'd, I'd love to do, I'd like to hear from you guys about what's working for you. But I also want to hear about what's not working for you. You know, if, if you've got a story that you want to share, uh, you know, I want to hear the good and the bad because um, I'd like to dissect it. And you know, feel free to include your descriptors if you want to or remain anonymous if you'd like to. That's fine, too. I just want to hear what you guys are doing and how it's working for you. Because I feel like for every person out there that feels like they're struggling alone to, to find their best self, there's a million other people out there in the same boat. And if you guys can just realize that we're all paddling in the same direction, that rising tide will raise all of us. To add to that, there's no small victories. Like, for me, yeah. being able to... to stand on my hands in crow would be amazing. I can't do that yet. <laughs> but just being able to go from a three-legged dog to a lunge without going to my knees first was a huge victory for me. It seems so simple to a lot of people. I couldn't do it. Even when I was in jiu-jitsu, shooting, pain in the ass. Or the tukus, since I didn't select the explicit filter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's no small victories. So please, let us know your victories. Uh, you can find me at Get Fit with Jared. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. If you go getfitwithjared.com, that'll take you to my business Facebook. And uh, I'll post workouts and things on there uh, that you're welcome to join as well. And yeah, let us know your victories. Tag us and stuff and share this podcast. Uh, we're going to work on future episodes being live on Twitch at get fit w jared because they're jerks and won't let me do the full thing for some reason <laughs> but i'll put my links on uh, on twitter when we go live so you can just pop on through there and enjoy us as we do uh what i'm sure will be outtake filled episodes <laughs> oh yeah 
Um, as soon as he let, lets me talk longer, there will be lots of shenanigans, I assure you. But uh, in the interim, you'll also be able to find this uploaded to YouTube on an on-demand basis. And uh, again, it's been 10 years since I've done podcasting, so I'm going to try this Anchor thing, which, in theory, is going to shoot it to Spotify, iTunes, and the rest of places as well. Uh, I'm going to keep the, uh, the effects simple, so if you just want to listen in, feel free to listen in. If you want to see our beautiful faces, you got the option to do that as well. I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> but Jay, that's all I've got for this week. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, we just love to hear from you. Um, check the show out. Tell us what you'd like to hear about or what you'd like to even talk about. Um, and if you have something that you'd like to share with the audience, let us know and maybe we can bring you on as a guest. All right. And with that being said, it's time to be a little less fat and a little more fit. See you next time.